All right. Well, I don't even fucking know. Council Pop. Welcome to another episode of Council Pop. Woo! We are the Bluff Council. Yeah. I'm Ev Duran. I'm Keith Macri. We are the Bluff Council. <laughs> I already said that, Keith. Oh, I'm reiterating so people know. We're the Bluff Council. <laughs> we, we, we are Bluff Council. <laughs> I am Iron Man. Yeah. You, you are. We are the Bluff Council. We're it's all, a community. It is. It's a community. community. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we had to... We're, uh, this is a big movie. It's a big thing. It's a Doctor big deal. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. Strange! Ev, I want to hear... Uh, your quick hot take. What, what, what was your gut reaction walking out of the theater? What did you think? The gut reaction, walking out of the theater. One minute on the clock. Uh, <laughs> uh, he wasted hey, 10 if seconds. I to, <laughs> if I didn't have to do this show, I would have walked out halfway through the film. Wow. I thought it was the worst piece of shit I have ever seen. I thought it was fucking awful. And I just want to spend this time apologizing to everybody who loves this movie because you're gonna hate me and you're gonna turn this off. But I just want you to know that like, I am sorry, but you're if you liked it, you are wrong. It is stupid and awful and uh, campy and boring and so lame and so poorly made. And I just, I was, I was honestly like, this is comical. This is comical how bad this film is. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is basically done for me. I'm basically done. Uh, this this is the nail in the coffin. That's 53 seconds. That's enough. Well, but please stick around. I'll tell you some stuff I liked about it too. <laughs> so I mean, that's the episode's <laughs> over, guys. The episode's over. <laughs> the episode's over. Keith, uh, uh, one minute on the clock. <laughs> Go right ahead. The <laughs> it's hard to follow. I honestly, I didn't know what to think. I don't want to be as extreme uh, as Everett because uh, I want to continue doing this show. <laughs> the, <laughs> I think it is all over the place. That was my, that's, that, that's a kind way of probably saying what you're saying, but I, the, the, the film is all over the place. It's hard to follow in a lot of different ways, but uh, there are some fun moments. The, the, and as I think most MCU movies have become, is it's a collection of fun moments. And if you can find a way to enjoy those, because you're a comic book fan, you're going to enjoy the movie as a whole. And I, I think there's Which, some fun moments. I think there's some sorry. fun. <laughs> put more time on my clock. I think there's some fun <laughs> moments. I think a lot of people will enjoy it. I enjoyed uh, chunks of it at times, and I disliked chunks of it at times as well. Wrap it up. I'm talking about what I was telling you. <laughs> you just want to hear yourself talk. Go ahead. I'm gonna take a nap. You know what I just want to say is uh, equating a film that has some fun moments with being a good film is the definition of having bad taste. <laughs> that means you have bad taste, uh, and I would like to talk about that more wow. in my three keys. In my three wow. keys. This is, this is, he's, I didn't realize we were coming for blood. I should have, I should have known. I should have known better. 
but he is coming for blood. And, and now I feel like I'm going to have to take the other side. I feel like I have no choice. I feel like I have no choice. And I didn't want to do that, but here no, we are. No. This is the fucking best movie I've ever seen. And fucking- Look, you, you can think it's awful, and you, we, we'd still be arguing opposite sides, because I think it's fucking garbage. Like, like we, we'd still be far enough apart that we could, we could struggle to meet in the middle. All right, all right. Three keys. <laughs> my my three keys, okay. My first key that I, the thought as I walked away from this film was, why? What the fuck are we doing? I'm done. That that's that's what I talk about. So I want to talk about. So what the fuck are we about, doing? I want to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and uh, and what that's going to look like when it inevitably dies because it's going to. Nothing lasts forever. So to me, I just saw the first step towards that. So that's my number one key. My second key is I'd like to talk about Sam Raimi and uh, his style and also just why people like him. <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but like why people like his film. Like, not just like you shouldn't like his movies because he's made some great movies, but I just mean like, why are people excited about like, oh, Sam Raimi is making this movie and oh, let's get him to do the Fantastic Four and all this shit. Like, I don't really understand that. So let's talk about that. And then number three is, uh, I want to talk about Doctor Strange as a character and uh, the, the pros and the cons, because I think, I think he, as a character, he brings uh, a lot of both. And so I'm curious what you think about uh, him as sort of a leading man in the Marvel Universe. Not just... What are your keys? The, the character or, the, or Benedict Cumberbatch? The well, Benedict Cumberbatch is a wonderful actor, and any film is lucky to have him. So the character is what I'm more interested in. Fair, just clarity's sake for our, for our one viewer who's still watching. Yeah, yeah, everybody's <laughs> mad at me. Uh, my three keys, uh, the, the first thing I want to talk about is Marvel's attempt to make a, a horror film. Put that in quotes a little bit, but I think it's interesting. Did they execute it? Did they not? I think we know what Everett's take is. Um, <laughs> I, I want to talk about Elizabeth Olsen. Um, I saw some, and I want to talk about her talent. I saw some things in there that I was impressed with. The third thing is probably something that you want to talk about is I think it's kind of your first point, but I, I wanted to talk about the, the MCU. I think, I think always you have, at the end of these movies you go, all right, how does this work? Where does this fit in? Wh what are we doing? So the connection between the MCU, uh, this, this film's connection uh, within the MCU is I guess the, the thing I wanted to, to discuss. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like those keys, it's good we got that out of the way because we're not going to stick to this schedule at all. <laughs> yeah, this is just going to be a rant of nonsense. So my first key, is this the end? Is this the sweet release of death? If you're asking me, th yes. A hundred percent. And I, this was going to be my bonus. I was going to have a bonus thing. <laughs> okay. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll start here. We often ask the question, who is this movie for? Just generally when we talk about movies, like who, who's the audience for this? Who's interested in this? You know, uh, you know who, who are they making this movie for? It's clear to me in watching this film specifically that Marvel is no longer making movies for me. Like I'm not part, and they don't, and they don't care. And I think the, the biggest problem is this is what happens when you try to appeal to everyone, a 13-year-old girl and a 45-year-old man. It's just, and everyone in between. It's just, you, you, it's impossible, you can't do it. So, is it the end? Absolutely, because they're gonna continue to 
try and do everything and do nothing well. They're getting younger and I'm getting older. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> nothing is gonna match anymore. My tastes are shifting and their, their genres and stories are shifting away from where I am shifting. And I think that we both the flip need side, to accept that. So the, the flip side to that would be people that are praising this film for like the horror elements, because this is like the most violent, probably like weird in a in a, in a you know in a horror in a, violence in a way, way. Sure, sure, sure. So that so you can't you can't tell me that this movie is like targeted for children a thousand as percent. much as other ones have I, been. Uh, yes, not as much as other ones, but this is a movie parents would let their kids see. This isn't a movie. Oh, that, I, I feel I feel like this this one it starts to toe the line a little no, bit. No, no, absolutely. Batman is a movie parents would not let their kids see. That's the difference. Batman, the, the well, Batman. bad parents do. I'm just kidding, <laughs> not you guys, I'm joking. <laughs> that's the difference. The, the, to me, that's the difference. The parents would never let their kids see the Batman, the new Robert Pattinson movie, and parents would absolutely let their kids. Are there some moments where you go, mm, maybe close your eyes? Are there moments that kids, that 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds and 10-year-olds might be scared? Of course but that doesn't mean it's not appropriate for them. There are scary movies for kids, and this is one of them. They're never gonna get away from that. It's so, it's just gonna be watered down versions of, of really nonsense. The reason I fell in love with the MCU in the beginning was the type of stories they were telling. If you look at the, 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 those first 20 movies, majority of them were smaller scale stories and more personal, more grounded work within those characters. Like Captain America, Movies, like looking back, those seem like tame compared to these <laughs> crazy, like you just keep going up and up and up and up. So, so we've gotten away from like storytelling, like a human, these hu superheroes as humans, like as people. And now it's just bigger and bigger. And they've shifted away from, they've shifted into sci-fi. Like it's clear, and I'm not a sci-fi guy. Like this is just pushing, as we're going weirder and more space and more multi-dimensions and just like, this is Star Trek. Magic. Magic and just things like that. It's not, we're not getting to the core of the things that everyone can relate to of, of uh, those human uh, aspects. It's just more fantastical. And that's, yeah. and it's gonna be that, but just for kids always, 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 always and I don't want to watch that. I, I'd rather watch the Batman. I'm team DC. I never would have thought I would have said it, but yeah, DC is going to take a more adult approach to things, and I'm uh, technically an adult. <laughs> that's what your uh, birth certificate says anyways. <laughs> yeah, on paper, I'm an adult. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a, a fair point. I think that's a good point, just about like, and that's why it's it has to end. Like, it's going to end, and what does the end look like? Because it can't just keep doubling and tripling down on insanity. I'm interested to see how they handle that. I think they're gonna have to like do a reset of some kind. Like they're gonna have to get to these galactic level, everything's magic, everything's multiverse, everything's this, and then they're gonna have to find a way to shrink that back down to start over again, to introduce maybe the X-Men and the Fantastic Four in, in their own isolated worlds. Because you cannot keep building upon yourself where you have to factor in all of these other events from 30 other movies into your character storylines, because that's how you end up with like the Eternals, where you're rapidly trying to introduce 10 new characters and explain why they're super powerful, but they also just couldn't show up for yeah, all just that didn't other show up stuff. For Thanos. And you're just gonna have to keep doing it. You can't just keep can't can't keep doing that. So 
I'm curious what the end of the MCU, as we know it now, will look like, how they will try to reboot that at some point, I would imagine. Like I said, they, they have to. I honestly started to wonder during this film, like literally this is how my mind was wandering as it started to get so fucking bananas. I was like, maybe Kevin Feige's just getting a little bored. Like maybe he's just like, oh God, I gotta get out of this. I'm ready to pass this off. Cause I don't understand. Like no. I'm shocked <laughs> that, I'm shocked that this movie was made. Like the way that it is, like bringing in Sam Raimi, sure. But going full into this like style, that's so weird and so over the top and like, I'm just shocked because this to me is, this and Thor are the two tentpole franchises right now. Like not, even Spider-Man's a little less because it might be a part of this new Sony thing and it might be leaving, Mar like, you know, they're figuring it out. Yeah. But like, this Doctor Strange story is almost the one that's driving the whole MCU story forward the most. Yeah. So this is the one that you can't mess up. Uh, and this feels a little messed up to me. Like this, this uh, it's, it's kind of sloppy. And like hard it to, like you're saying, hard to follow. Yeah. It is a little sloppy. And that's one of the first things I wrote down was like, it just, it just, the movie starts and you're in. There's zero attempt to like bring you up to speed, to like, you better have watched WandaVision. You better have remember all the details about the multiverse. You better remember a couple things from the Loki show. You bet like all this shit and there's just no recap. And sure, maybe that doesn't matter if you're a big fan at this point. You probably know a lot of stuff, but like I follow this shit pretty closely and I never felt like I had a chance to like catch my breath. Like, can I get a reset for a second so I can understand what's going on? Who's this fucking girl? Why, well, why am I supposed to care about this girl yeah, all of a sudden? The, the, oh, why, why is her power so important? Don't they go to other dimensions and universes all the time? What are we talking? Like, if we learn anything from Spider-Man No Way Home is that they're gonna gloss over the important parts of like storytelling and filmmaking and they're just, they're, you're just here for the fantastical moments. And that's what you're gonna remember. You're gonna remember there was three Spider-Mans. You're gonna remember the, all the cameos in Doctor Strange and they had some fun horror elements. And that's all people really give a shit about. And, and they know yeah. that. So, so they just go, eh, okay, we were just like, no she's important. No Way Home is a fucking, is, is, is Citizen Kane compared, compared to this movie. <laughs> I mean, No Way Home at least, like tries to still give you like this, like a, like a grounded story at least to build around, like, oh, my friends what can't get accepted to college because of my bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to do it, like. Yeah, it's better. I'm, I'm not arguing that it's not better. Like, there. it's much better. That's a much better film. But just, when you start to get into the nuts and bolts of this, that story, we've talked about it, it's, it, it falls apart pretty quickly. This doesn't even get to that point. I was, I was furious, because I was looking forward to this film. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I really, really thought this was gonna be awesome. Like, yeah. I, I've had it circled on my calendar, on this fake calendar that I don't actually have. But I, I've circled it years ago. I was just like, when, I, when they announced it, I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be a big deal. And I think it's gonna be really awesome. Because I like the Doctor yeah. Strange character. That's, that, that, that helps contribute mightily to my vitriol at the top of this episode. Is because I'm hurt. <laughs> because I also had high expectations and, expe and like wanted to love it. Like I, I was like, this, I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I was more excited for this one than I yeah. was for No Way Home, just based on the lead up, um, thinking like, wow, because they can do anything. That's what I thought. I thought they can do anything in this movie. And with the awesomeness of No Way Home, like bringing back those two Spider-Men and making that really fun and, and just genuinely entertaining, I thought, Multiverse of Madness, you think No Way Home was crazy, wait till they get to Multiverse they get of to Madness, this, it's yeah. gonna be fucking like nuts in all the right ways. And it's really gonna like sweep out your legs a bunch of times. 
but it didn't do any of that. It was convoluted and sloppy, and the 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 there were ideas there, there were elements in the film that I was really interested in, and I thought were like had the potential to if you explore that, wow, how great is this gonna be? But they never landed any of those things, and it just becomes such a sloppy mess of like zero stakes. I have no idea what's happening. Sometimes magic works, sometimes it doesn't. You're supposed to care about this girl. She's the driving force. But I don't know anything about that character. I don't I care about that girl. Like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm just bummed. Oh, and the other point, sorry, real quick. To the point of, like, they can do anything. They didn't do anything. They gave us five characters at the, at the Illuminati or whatever it was, five or six characters, that they basically revealed all of in the trailer anyways. There I, were really I, no surprises. I know. And then it's just like a fucking... Uh, it's just it's just a bait and switch, like they just like oh no, we're killing these characters immediately to show how evil she is now. But those I just met those characters like that doesn't well, mean that was anything the point. to me. The bait and switch is the best way to describe what that moment was, and I thought it was fun. Like that that whole that thing that she starts killing all those people, I kind of thought it was fun. But but you're right, all it was is to get people like from their standpoint. We're just like all people are going to talk about that scene all the time because that's one of those comic book crazy moments where, oh my God, the uh, John Krasinski shows up and then he dies immediately. It's like, oh, that's crazy. Professor X is here, we've seen him and, so, and he's dead. Oh my God, this is crazy. Like it just, and, and, and bait and switch is the best way to describe that is that you think for a moment that like this is the future because everyone's been waiting for X-Men, everyone's been waiting for Fantastic Four since the merger of Fox and they're like, we're gonna give it to you. Ha ha, fuck you, we're not, hilarious. What Elizabeth Olsen and that character, I, I, I th was the only redeemable part of, of, of the film. I thought her, I, I said it in my head, I said, she's too good for this movie. <laughs> she, is, she is giving too good of a performance uh, for, for what she has been given to work with. It's unfair to her level of talent. When she's being like aggressive and like throwing fireballs or whatever, like eh, whatever. But there are mo like that first scene with her and Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. Those are two great actors in a like a human to human moment, and that really pops because of their talent. I just feel like the MCU now is misusing these big actors that they get to be in these films because that was the crux before. It was like let's get Robert Downey Jr. to play Iron Man, and this is about him and his growth as a person, and you're gonna see him evolve over 10 yeah. years to become this amazing, you know, from a self-centered piece of shit to womanizer, whatever, to, you know, a great, make the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice. That's why all of the other shit around it works, is because we yeah. care about them as a, as a person. And Wanda, her character, fully fleshed out in this because of the TV show, so you have all that frame of reference, you, and, and because of Infinity War. You, like, you, you see what she's went through, and because of Endgame, like, it's all part of building to this moment, and that was the beauty of the MCU, is everybody is the main character. Every single character is the main character, and you just get bits of their individual stories throughout all these other movies. And so, by the time you get to a movie like this, where it's like, you're now a real main character in this movie, you don't have to explain anything. You get her loss of her children, you get her motivation, you, you get where she's coming from, her turn, you see the evolution of her turn from babyface to heel, like you see it, and you're, you're okay with it. And her performance on top of it, of a villain, I thought was awesome, I thought she was great. But Marvel, outside of that little piece, has, has gone away from that formula completely, and I think that's why all of this is kind of sloppy. Why everything else is sloppy.
Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's right. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen is obviously amazing. I actually liked her performance more in WandaVision as a whole than this movie, uh, but that's because I think that WandaVision was a really top level, and this, this was very good. I thought she dialed it up once or twice, but that's sort of the movie. Like, that's kind of the movie, is like, you know, you're playing an evil witch possessed, you know, so I, I get it. I thought, uh, I thought she did really good. What was, your, what was your first key? Elizabeth Olsen was your second. Was what my was second first? key. My first key was the horror. The, the, oh. the, the, this is Marvel's first... So my key, <laughs> so we're, we're all over around. the place. We're jumping around. Deal with it. <laughs> the, I want. I do want to talk about the the attempt at making a horror film. I think my personal opinion is they missed. <laughs> they missed, and I don't know why people are sort of praising it for the horror. Uh, because if you're going to make a horror movie, make a horror movie. This is this is has horror sequences. And 65% or 75% of the movie is, is a kid's movie. And with but silly, quirky, fun things. That's, I think that's the Sam Raimi-ness of it. I think that's what he does. He makes horror movies that are also like campy and funny. Maybe, maybe it's Sam Raimi. I'm just, maybe we could blend our points here because I know you wanted to yeah. talk about him. I think it's Marvel because Marvel, I think, is is eroding its own self here, because like you make a copy of a copy of a copy so many times, like it just deteriorates to nothing. And I feel like this uh, humorous tone to action and 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 tense situations that sort of cuts uh, the the comedy cuts through a little bit is just eroding on itself to where where it's just goofy now. It's just silly. Where in the beginning, it was just more well-timed, and you're like, oh, I could use a bit of levity right now. It's been a little bit serious yeah, for a little yeah. bit. And you're like, ah, totally, that totally. is fun. It's fun to see these guys' personality. But like, now we're back to the serious nature, and this seems important. And, and they've just lost every element of that uh, because they're just like, jam in humor. Jam in fun. Do something silly that kids can feel good about and not be too scared with all this stuff. And then give them a sequence for two minutes that's like, oh, that's... That's pretty cool when the girl, when, when uh, Wanda comes out of the, that thing, like the girl from the, the ring, like, oh cool, like that's, that's interesting. Make the whole movie like this. Make every yeah. part of this like this. And then we'll be like, oh shit. There was some interesting editing points where they, the, the angle was like rotating and it's like, there yeah, was- Yeah, I thought that was a really cool moment with the yeah. kids. She's got stranded with her kids. Yes. Yeah, that was a yeah, really yeah, cool like, image. That, I was like, oh shit, that's cool. And that's great, that's great tone, that's great energy, that's, that's, that's putting me in the right place as a viewer for this whole movie. And then they'll go to some joke where the guy beats himself up for, for 30 seconds. That's what I was, that's what I was waiting to say. I, yeah. like that to me, that's exhibit A. Yeah. Exhibit A, a forced in Bruce Campbell cameo where, what is that, like a fucking minute and a half? It can't yeah. just be they walk by and nod to him like he's Stan Lee. He's got to have a, a shtick and he's oh, spraying mustard. Like at that moment, that's when I would have walked out the first time. Yeah. Where I was like, that's when I was like, oh, okay. So the film has lost me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You cannot well, come back from this no, point in, no, in my not mind. When you're, I know that's. It's, it's like an old vaudeville clown routine where a guy with a rose on his pocket spraying mustard in his face, like hilarious. Yeah. They, they, but, they, but they can't. I just feel like that's. What what it's and your, devolved and your main to. characters? Your main characters are in the midst of a huge, dramatic, horrible thing. They've been expelled to another dimension. They don't know where they are. They're in a whole no. new universe, and they're gonna stop to have a fucking laugh and put a spell on this guy. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. It's, but that's, again, that was the formula in the beginning and they balanced it really, really well. Now it just doesn't exist anymore because I, I think they've just, they've stripped away like why it actually worked in the beginning and now it's just like, uh, right, make that fun. Just put in a joke, put in a joke and move on. You know, it just doesn't. Yeah, but th this was even extreme by those standards because I felt that way a lot about like Eternals where there'd be like forced in humor that wasn't funny, but it was clearly just like, Oh, was, they thought that was a funny line. You know what's never saved the planet? Your sarcasm. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't funny. <laughs> like it's bad writing, it's not, <laughs> not good comedy writing. This was just like, we don't just need a funny line, we need fucking slapstick. Yeah. Like that, and that was like weird. It's a weird tonal thing. I would assume because from, again, the little research that, that I did, I would assume they want to make sure that kids watch this movie because of uh, America Chavez because she's gonna be a huge part of uh, the young Avengers her and like Haley Steinfeld's characters are, are like supposed to be in the comics at least from what I've read like are gonna be like a they, like they're gonna form a super team of young Avengers or young people with Wanda's or, kids with, with Wanda's Wanda, kids she, too and yeah exactly so it's all like so you so that audience is gonna be for young kids so they gotta watch this movie they gotta be part of this movie if we're gonna introduce her in, in you know at this point with this film it's, you know, it's goo so, arrows for, from Hawkeye. <laughs> That's when that show lost me. Goo arrows? Oh, that show. That show was, had a tenuous hold on me the whole time. <laughs> and then at that ending, I was like, goo arrows? <laughs> but Sam Raimi, I know you wanted to discuss Sam Raimi. Yeah, well, first, let me just drag somebody else real quick in this segue. Um, segue Kings. Uh, because uh, <laughs> you mentioned uh, America Chavez. Uh, that actress and... Uh, Wanda's two kids, not very good. No. Not, not, not very good acting. <laughs> um, and it, like, I, no disrespect, but like... A lot of disrespect. It sounds like a no, lot of disrespect. No, like you can count me out of going to see whatever the Young Avengers movie, if they, if like, those, those two boys, I'm sorry, they're children. Please don't, I hope they don't watch this. But like, their, their lack of chops completely undercut, like what, the, any emotional scene, which all of the scenes that they were in were supposed to be. They're so like, it's part, part, partially directing maybe, campy and corny, but then like at the end where it's revealed to, oh, the mom's a monster, I'm not a monster. Like I'm trying not to laugh at these kids' forced looks. <laughs> and then the whole time throughout, you got uh, America Chavez like, like, like kind of like, like high school stage acting, like not, not great. And, and, and that's tough, that's tough. Especially for a character that you're like forcing me to care about all in a hurry. That fucking performance has better be had better be pitch perfect, and I'm sorry, it is not. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I agree. I just. I wouldn't. I love children. As a new father, I would never would disrespect. Say it out loud. I would never disrespect uh, young Every children. Every child is a miracle and a dream. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, you all deserve the best, sweetie. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about Sam Raimi, which was my 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 key two two key second key. Um, cause we're talking about a little bit with the tone here and the horror elements. And I think that's all due to Sam Raimi. I mean, you read any of these reviews or any of these write-ups, he seems to have gotten more free reign to execute his style than almost any director of an MCU film to date. And I, and I think that's why I, I don't like it. And I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't completely understand like, like hardcore Sam Raimi fans of which there are apparently quite a few. I say very, I ask respectfully, like, why, why? Like, is it, I think it is just like that 
people like that campy horror. Like they want to go to a horror movie and laugh. That's not me. That's never been me. So I can't really relate. But like Sam Raimi's filmography is 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 weird. Like it's it's the Evil Dead movies, these like campy horror fun violent movies in the 80s and then this weird stretch of random shit like the quick and the dead and stuff and in the 90s and then he's basically he did that spider-man trilogy uh the third film is of which is legend fucking terrible <laughs> yeah people uh, love that and one. the first two are like pr pretty good um and then he did that drag me to hell movie and that's really it like so like it's weird to me that he's such a thing you know like oh sam raimi i mean just you've named a bunch of movies, and I, I'm familiar with them. I think that's why, I mean, you just you just know of him. You just know of him. So when say, people say, oh, I got a name, and you know that name, and it's synonymous with horror, and you go, oh, cool. I and wanted superhero. this to, and, and, and superhero, yeah, yeah. But, no, uh, he seems to be the right choice on for, paper for, the project. for this film. I liked that it felt different. You know what I mean? Like, I like, like, because that's, that's what we complain about a lot of these, is they become very formulaic. But like, I didn't like, that doesn't mean I liked the way it felt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's good, different, but bad. Like different in a bad way. Sam Raimi's style starts to bring in this, this camp, this, this sort of like corniness. And between that general style, along with like Dutch angles like crazy and like really kind of dated effects, like the, the morphine blur of like, oh, we drank bad tea and now we're doing this really basic like he has kind of this throwback style. Like to me, the film starts to feel more like a Batman and Robin, like a like a super hyper self-aware, tonally strange. And then you combine that with the fact that it's so complicated that like, there's zero stakes. That, I mean, you talk about superhero movies and, and, and fantasy films and not liking that you can't understand what people's powers are because then nothing means anything. And my God, this is exhibit A for that. Like this movie, yeah. I had, like, what, what can these people do? And why can they only do it sometimes, but not all the time? I know we're dealing with sorcerers and witches and fucking time travel and inter-universal, inter dimensional, but like, I thought so, so obviously at the end when Wong is like assault, like trying to, uh, you know, come to the rescue or whatever at that fucking throne room or whatever, and like, he's like hanging from the side of the mountain and like he says, my magic can't take us up there. Yeah. But like he's still using his magic. Like he can create spells to fight, but he can't just fly up. Yeah. He can't make something that helps him get up there. Like, and I know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that guy. It's like going through like, wow. Like, cause it's, it's a stupid, it's a stupid, it's intentionally, you know, don't think about it. But that only works if the movie's really good. <laughs> right. Like it only works if the movie's really good. Am I not gonna start thinking about this shit? Yeah. Where it's like, when, when the, when, when, Elizabeth Olsen, when Wanda shows up at the Karmartage at the beginning to start her battle, and you have all these fucking sorcerers down there, like, wh what was their plan? Like, what their whole plan was just to make a force field, and oh, if she gets past that, we're all gonna die. <laughs> like, that, like, all that, like, again, yeah, maybe that stuff nitpicky. was bad. That stuff was bad. If I don't understand what might happen, or what can happen, or what can prevent that from happening, or just where we are, what yeah, world yeah. are we in, like, what if, does anything if, mean, <laughs> then it's just like, Fucking noise. <laughs> I and, know. and this movie is full of all that shit anyways. I know. So it'd be a lot anyways. 
They just, they don't focus on that stuff. I mean, that, that's all I want from these films is some attention to detail in the sense of cause and effect. Like, if this happens, then this happens. And give me yeah. some sort of groundwork to understand the, the playing field, the stakes of like yeah. how this all, this fucking thing works. I'm willing to go on these journeys and like, let's have fun. But lay it out for me in a way where I can understand yeah. where we are and why we are there. Yeah, I could. We could sit here and go. We could do two hours of like what didn't make sense if we want to go to that granular we might, level. We might. <laughs> but uh, let's remember, Wanda can control minds, right? Mm, so, and she did with that one guy. Oh, I'll just tell him to run, and I'll ruin it. Like control everyone's mind. Like, what? Well, how do you defeat yeah, that? If she can get in, like, there's no. It doesn't make any sense because. It can be solved very, very quickly. I, I want them, the screenwriters, to think about these things. And maybe they say that they do, but then also in Endgame, the rat saves the day. So nothing fucking <laughs> matters. Like, they don't give a shit. Time and time again, they don't give a shit about these types of things. And that's all I want. That's the level of effort that I want. Oh, yeah. The moment that really sent me all over the edge, where I think this is when I broke into laughter, like, I was shaking. Like, I had to bury my face because I was just, like, laughing like like I was at a stand-up show. It was where, like, he's, like, I think he's about to dream walk or whatever at the end. And he's, like, you know, you stay and guard me to Rachel McAdams against, like, the spirits of the netherworld or whatever, yeah. the souls of the damned or whatever the fuck. And I was, like, who? What? And then these fucking ghosts are just, like, coming out just of, out of everywhere and attacking. And, like, when they flew out, maybe it was his eyeball and started attacking her. I was, like, so... Who are these? Like, what, what are these things? Why are they here? What is happening? <laughs> not only, not only is who are they, we've not mentioned them at all. We, we, we have no frame of reference to what this is, or why they are here. Uh, why would you let this typical average woman, you know, like no superpowers, no, no nothing, defend yeah. your body from these cruel, evil demon spirits? Like, what is she armed with? That, what have you prepared well, she, her she with? She knows the magic. She knows but the the thing. How how did she know the? Ma I, I I missed because that. Because in that world, she's a she in that universe, she's an expert of the multiverse, so she knows how his magic items it, work. It just she just picked up a thing and was like, oh, this will work. What? Yeah, Why? I'll do this, and everyone knows this. Everyone knows <laughs> whoosh this thing. Everyone knows that. What? You guys, it was so bad. <laughs> that doesn't and make I, any I sense. Just, you know what? You know what? <laughs> well, since we're keep, keep it coming, baby. Keep <laughs> so it I got coming. two other. I got two other ones where I where I kind of threw up my threw up my hands and go, guys. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, I got another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go or you want me to? No, no. You go. You go. <laughs> uh, Pro <laughs> Professor X. They they have this whole. It's it's. 15 minutes of why Doctor Strange can't be trusted and he's the problem. We, you know, <laughs> right? And so that whole thing, 20 minutes. And then uh, the last 30 seconds of that scene is, uh, but the thing that you're looking for, it's here, it's in the back room. Uh, you can go find it if you need it. But, <laughs> yeah, but be, I, I trust you. I trust you, you're cool. It's just, what? We, what? You couldn't find a more clever way for him to find that information out than literally the guy who was telling you you're enemy number one then just goes, this is what you're looking for, it's right down the hall. What? That whole scene, that whole <laughs> sequence was so insulting that like the, the bait and switch nature of it, it just all looked cheap. Like it all looked like this, like they're, they're done trying. Like they just thought, oh, we'll get John Krasinski, we'll get uh, Charles, we'll get Patrick Stewart. And then we'll get these, like, uh, you know, this Captain Marvel that people will recognize, and we'll get the uh, Captain Carter, who's, you know, people like from the show, and some random fucking guy that, you know, and it'll be cool. But it's like, it seems like so C-list, 
Like that's your, like you want to impress me? You want to tell me that the multiverse of madness is important? Like Robert Downey Jr. needed to be sitting up there as Iron Man from another dimension. Yeah. You needed to have Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio be fucking bullseye or whatever the fuck that guy's bolt, bolt, you know, that even if he doesn't talk, like that's funny. You got like, it needs to feel like it matters. It needs to not just be in some bland vanilla room with like, that's just all, like, that was the worst. And then, and then you kill all those people, and then it's just like, okay, like, you fuck, you, you don't care about it. You, you didn't put any effort into this at yeah. all. Like, yeah. ugh, Krasinski never even stretches out. He, like, you're what, not even he, in a show? What, he tried, like, he had, like, one, he reached out. It looked bad. And I thought some of the effects in general, sorry, looked, uh, like, not great. Well, that's, I thought that was going to be one. The CG, I think it's awful. Like, I, yeah. I thought this was one of the worst films at that. When you come right into that room, like the opening scene, that room feels really poorly executed. Like, really fake. Like, I could just see the green screen. It felt like I keyed it out in After Effects.